Welcome to Rising Femme, a podcast dedicated to helping you rise higher in all areas of your life and leadership. I'm your host, therapist and mindset business success coach, Monique Harding. Over the last seven years, I've mentored thousands of ambitious visionaries and purpose-led leaders looking to expand their income and their impact, embody their fullness and connect with their true north. I'll be bringing you some of my favorite thought leaders, cozy solo riffs that mess with your stuck thinking, and powerful story shares across all things business, relationships, money, and more. If you're a bold, big dreaming woman ready to unlock your highest potential with confidence and unshakable self-belief, settle in. Let's get into today's episode. Well, good day. Hope that you are so well. I think that's the first time I've said good day on the podcast. <laughs> Nothing like one of the final, maybe this is the final episode actually of 2024 now that I think about it. I think I'll probably do one or maybe not. It will be Christmas Day next week. Um, so yeah, this could be our final episode for 2024. How Oh, 2023. (laughs) She's already clocked off. She's on holidays, guys. Um, Strap in. It's obviously going to be a bit of a loose one if uh, this introduction is anything to go by. Uh, Hope that you are having a great start to what is probably your holiday period. It is pretty heavily raining here at the moment as I record this. So I'm hoping that the sound quality is going to be okay for you all. I'm not a big believer in editing podcasts. I don't want people to edit out the ums or the ahs or the awkward pauses or when I've asked a guest an inappropriate question, I try to give you, you know, the bare experience of what is a a conversation with Monique. Um, And I love that feedback actually from my clients. You know, a couple of the, the women who've come through Word of Mouth Accelerator this year and then went on to work with me in Coaching Circle have all echoed a really similar sentiment that, you know, I'm exactly the same on coaching calls, on Slack support, on one-on-ones as I am, you know, on my podcast, on my Instagram. Um, and that's just the biggest freaking compliment ever, right? Like I've been burnt by so many coaches over the years that I have wanted to, you know, work with them. I've really loved their energy online. And then, you know, you go into their their programs and it's really disappointing. Like the the space holding just isn't there. Like the personalization isn't there. It's almost like you're you're working with a totally different person. They've been putting on a bit of a, a persona. Um I don't even know why I started talking about that. Again, I said <laughs> End of year episode. Let's um let's dive in. I really wanted to do something a bit more mindset based um for this final one. And I actually can't believe that it's taken me 50 whatever episodes. If we're up to 50 episodes, 45 episodes, not quite sure what the number is. Probably should have looked before I started to hit record, but here we are to talk about this because it is such a foundational component of my work, you know, the psychology aspect, the mindset aspect. I know um, it's almost like, you know, the, the the coaching space, the personal development world, 
it goes through its fads, you know, it goes through its like little focus areas every couple of years or so, probably a little bit faster than the psychology world, actually. You know, in psychology, we saw um, depression kind of had its decade, then anxiety, then now we're kind of sitting in that, you know, more neurodivergent space. Um, And in the coaching world, though, things move at a fast pace, like way faster. Um, And we've sort of had like, you know, energetic. And then we had like feminine embodiment um, strategies kind of coming in a little bit now, which is cool because that's always sort of been, you know, my strong point. Um, But mindset kind of feels a bit uncool now. And I don't know. I I don't know if it's like because of my background or just what I know about like the brain and human behavior. Like I just can't see how mindset and psychology is not the biggest component of how you support humans to step into their power and their potential. Um, There's no other way as far as I'm concerned, you know. I could give two of you listening to this the exact same blueprint, the exact same 10-step process, and one of you would go on to make a million dollars, the other person would completely mess it up and would probably say that it's because the blueprint didn't work when in fact it was more about the person executing the blueprint, the psychology that you're bringing to it, the belief systems that you embody day in, day out. And I guess the thing is, you know, we don't realize that our beliefs are our beliefs. Um, It's just the way we see the world. It's the way that we, we live our lives. You probably think that other people, it's just an assumption. You think that other people believe the same as you. You don't question those things. They're the really, they're the really limiting ones, right? The limiting beliefs that you think are your limiting beliefs right now are not your limiting beliefs. Let me tell you that. They're deeply hidden. They are rooted in your subconscious uh, and they take a lot of work to to shift. Um, But what I really want to challenge in this episode, and perhaps I'll do a future more like limiting belief sort of specific episode, but I guess this is just kind of touching on it. It's just maybe using some slightly different language, but I really want to get you rethinking this notion that you need to get rid of your limiting beliefs, or you need to somehow like re-script them or find alternative beliefs. You know, as somebody who has worked as a psychological professional for over a decade now, you do not get rid of beliefs. It just doesn't happen, right? That's not the way that change works from an intrapsychic perspective. The, the way that we shift out of what is commonly referred to as self-sabotaging or self-saboteur type behavior, limiting behavior, behavior that isn't supportive of our growth is to get to know and befriend what I like to call our protector parts. So I think about this stuff radically differently to 90% 
of the online space, of the coaches that you will speak to, of the so-called mindset professionals. Um, You know, I really like to think about it in more of a self-compassionate way because those beliefs, those beliefs of, you know, you not being good enough, those beliefs of you needing to try more, of you needing to please other people at the expense of yourself, those self-sacrificial belief systems, they have been born out of survival. They've been born out of situations in your past where you needed those beliefs in order to either stay connected to somebody that was giving you food, shelter, love, connection, or to keep you safe. And so I almost think about human beings as being made up of all of these different parts. It's kind of like that Inside Out movie, if you've seen that by Pixar. Um, And that's more to do with emotions, but similar kind of notion, right? That you've got all of these little parts inside of you. And at any one time, we've kind of got one of those parts driving the bus. Now, if you're lucky, you've got your healthy adult driving the bus that's pretty integrated, that's pretty conscious, that's intentional, that has some goals, that's aware of the past, that is kind of able to take that helicopter view and has a good gauge of what's really going on. But those protector parts, they're more locked in time. You know, they'll often misread situations a little bit, right? Like they might think there's a bit of a fire when you've actually just burnt the toast. But we can really get to know them because they are locked in time. We can go back to those situations that they were born out of and know what activates them, what comforts them, what causes them to step in and protect you? What do they need in order to disarm themselves, in order to to step back? You know, some of your protective parts are going to need reassurance. Some of them are going to need more predictability. Some of them are going to need cheerleading, are going to need belief, are going, some of them are going to need um, a broader understanding. They're going to need a new perspective, a different perspective on the situation in order to de-escalate the anxiety, de-escalate the the intensity. Now, I know I'm speaking about this in quite a high level way, but if you're a visual person, picture it like there's a bus, so there's like a bus of Monique, and at any given time, protector part can like step in and kick healthy adult out and drives the bus in a bit of an erratic way, but has good intentions. It's almost like, I don't trust healthy adult to do a good job here, so I'm going to bump him out and I'm going to do a better job, but in a really reactive way. The problem is with anything that you are referring to as like limiting belief work or you know mindset work, most people think that it's this one-off stuff, right? Like it's like, oh, great, I'll do a journaling exercise or I'll book a one-off session with Monique and then boom, I'm going to be this like new evolved person. That's not how it works, right? Like your higher self doesn't automatically get locked in. This is ongoing, forever, intentional practice, connection-based work that is focused on you creating more conscious thinking. Yeah? Now, if you think about how we start to go about this, right? So you might be listening and thinking, okay, well, I'm not really even doing any of that work now, if I'm honest with myself. Maybe I had 
a block of sessions with a psychologist back in 2020. Um, I've been in and out of some therapy throughout my life. I've taken a few courses. I've worked with a mindset coach. Um, I'm kind of thinking about maybe working with Monique in 2024. If so, amazing. I'd love to have you. Um, But we need to make some space to examine our thoughts. We need to make some space to be in that healthy adult mode, to intentionally be in it. It's like a muscle memory thing, right? When we're in where health, when we are in our healthy adult mode, we're in choice. So we are examining our thoughts. We're examining our behaviors. And if we have any hope of changing them, we have to make that space, right? So you want to be making sure that you're journaling around your past as well, not just like what's the last week been like? What feels sticky? What feels stuck? We want to be going deeper than that. Let's get to the root here, you guys. Let's examine it. Find that compassion. Find that love. You know, that's exactly what my own journey has been with this. You know, I very much started from a place of just hating my self-sabotage behaviors. You know, and I had some pretty extreme ones. I've spoken about it a little bit online, but, you know, through throughout the majority of my 20s, I had a horrific eating disorder, a really, really aggressive eating disorder. And even now, again, like I would, you know, I'm technically, yes, I'm in remission, but do I still have some familiar thoughts that pop in from time to time? Of course. Like that's a very long period in my life, you know, like there's, there's familiarity there for my brain. You know, the only way that we can really undo neural pathways is through time, is through creating repetition, is through creating consistency of alternative thoughts, of alternative pathways. But what I have done that I'm really proud of is I've done that intentional work. You know, I've journaled around those protector parts of me. And often your protector parts, you know, similar to the eating disorder type behaviors, like they look pretty messed up. Like it's, and even that's probably your first step, right? Is to get on board with the things that you think that you're doing, whether that's like cheating on your partner or hurting or harming yourself or doubting yourself or, you know, like the things that you think that the the things that like almost look bad, that are shameful, those behaviors that like you just look at on the surface level and think, well, that, that's not good for me. Like you have to get on board with that actually being protective in some way. That's the starting point. And when you can do that, you can come at it from a place of curiosity rather than feeling like you need to fix or get rid of. You know, you can welcome that part in. You can integrate it inside of you because then it's no longer fighting, right? It's become an in, it's become it's almost like the part feels more respected. Feels like it's been acknowledged. So we want to find compassion and love for our protector parts. That was the biggest step in my own healing journey and honestly, it was when I started to take bolder action within my business because I think I was calmer in my nervous system then. Right? you know, and obviously went through a lot of life cycle transitions and had babies and got married and, you know, all of the things as well. Like there's a lot of environmental factors that that go into, you know, our own healing process, evolution, self-discovery too. But, you know, I stopped judging myself on what I was thinking, on my behaviors, and I instead found ways to soothe them. 
I found ways to speak to those parts of myself. I found out what their needs were. I got to the bottom of why that was actually happening. I gave them a voice, you know, and often that, again, is through the consistency piece. So this isn't a one-off journaling exercise. This is like multiple alarms a day asking yourself, who's driving the bus? Am I in alignment with my desires? What action have I taken this morning towards them? You know, getting really, really curious with yourself. So that episode went a little bit deeper <laughs> than what I thought it was going to. However, no, I also think it's important to keep it real, right? Like these are the real things that impact your success. It's often not about you finding the next right step or the, yeah, sometimes it is the tweak in messaging or it's the new offering, However, if you can't sustain consistently your psychology to support growth within your business, then it's always going to be doomed to fail. So we have to work on that alongside working on the strategic piece as well. I hope that you have had the most amazing 2023. I know that 2024 is going to be even more incredible. I... Obviously, if you're listening to this and this isn't your first episode and you've had a feel for my style, the way I work, the strengths-driven way of scaling and making more money, claiming more time freedom and creating space for what's really important to you and matters in your life, I would love to welcome you in to one of my coaching offerings in 2024. Please do not be a stranger. Send me a message. Reach out. I absolutely love to chat obviously. And you can bet that I'm going to be back with more potty chats in 2024. So keep an eye out. The eps will still be dropping on Mondays at this stage. Enjoy this special time with your loved ones and I'll see you on the other side. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you have gained some new insight and ideas from today's episode. I would love nothing more than to hear from you. Tell me your greatest takeaway, how you're going to apply it, and why not share it in a review? It is honestly the biggest compliment that you can give to rate and review or share this with your people on Instagram. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, moniquearding.co. You can get a free copy of my quiz to identify the one area that you're needing to work on now in order to increase your impact and income and level up in your life. Big love, and I'll see you next week.